0: This Shabbos is the 17th of the month of Tammuz, which the 17th of Tammuz is the beginning of the three-week period in which we mourn for the destruction of the first Beis HaMikdash and the second Beis HaMikdash. As we know that the destruction really began on the 17th of Tammuz, when the walls of Yerushalayim were breached and was culminated on the 9th of Av, when the Beis HaMikdash, both Batim Mikdash, were destroyed. And therefore the three weeks of mourning with a number of alakas that are associated with that. At the same time, Rambam famously tells us that these days of mourning, and these fast days specifically when Mashiach comes, not only will they not be days of mourning, but they will be transformed to days of great rejoicing and Yom Tov, holidays. Interestingly, this year, that the 17th of Tammuz falls out on Shabbos, so we have a taste of Mashiach's time, because it is the 17th of tammuz and yet it's not a day of mourning, to the contrary, it's Shabbos, with all of the happiness and festivities associated with Shabbos. And the same is with the culmination of Tishabav, which this year is also Shabbos, and again, will be a day of rejoicing and celebration. So the Rebbe teaches us that in years such as these, when these fast days fall out on Shabbos, and we rejoice in them, and we're festive in them, it's actually a taste of the coming of Mashiach, when we'll see how all these negative events are transformed to happiness and how their intention was all only to bring us this greater state of revelation and greater state of happiness. Um, I want to discuss one of the events that happened on the 17th of Tammuz, both its spiritual meaning um, in a mournful way and its meaning in a transformative way as it's transformed to rejoicing. Uh, Last year, I remember that we discussed the event of the breaching of the walls on the 17th of Tammuz and what it represents in a mournful way and how that's transformed, today I want to um, discuss a different one of the events of the 17th of Tammuz. So the first time the 17th of Tammuz we have in our history as something negative is the day that Moshe Rabbeinu comes down from the mountain 40 days after the giving of the Torah and he has the luchas in his hands, the tablets, and he beholds a terrible sight. The Jewish people have sinned terribly with the golden calf so instead of giving them the Luches, the uh, Ten Commandments that were given to him to give to them, he smashes them and he breaks the Luches, And that's on the 17th of Tammuz, the first year when, after the Jewish people left, Mitzrayim left Egypt. So obviously a very terrible event that the tablets, the Luches that were given to us by Hashem are broken by Moshe Rabbeinu. What does that mean on a deeper level when we talk about the tablets being broken? So the Rebbe explains that when it comes to Torah, Typically, when we think of the Torah, we think of a Sefer Torah, the Torah scroll, where the letters are written on the parchment with ink. And that's the normal way of writing. Now, when letters are written on a parchment with ink, so the letters and the parchment remain two two separate um, entities and therefore can be separated one from the other. On the other hand, when we talk about the Luches, when we talk about the tablets here, the letters are engraved in the luchais, in the stone, so that the letters and the stone are really one, one and the same. And what that means for us in our Avedis Hashem and our serving Hashem is that there is a way when a person might learn Torah, might perform the mitzvahs, but they remain a separate entity. So there's me, and then there's the mitzvahs that I do and the Torah that I learn, but they're really two separate entities. And as such, they could come apart and although I've done it today, tomorrow I may not. Although I've learned it today, tomorrow it could be forgotten from me because they're a separate entity. So that's represented by the written word, the, the uh, ink that's written onto the parchment. Then you have when someone internalizes something and makes it part of themselves, engraves it, if you will, into themselves, so that that becomes who I am, part and parcel of me. And that is the concept of engraving, where the letter becomes one with the stone. So the difference between the Torah scroll, the Sefer Torah, and the Luchais, uh, the Luchais represent when the Torah is one with the person and the mitzvahs are one with the person, whereas the Torah scroll represents that it's two separate entities that come together. So therefore on this day, the 17th of Tammuz, when Meshav Rabbeinu broke the Luchais, what that represents and the message he was giving them is that clearly the Torah wasn't yet part of them. Um, After all, it's 40 days after the giving of Torah at Sinai. And already they're sinning so terribly, clearly, it didn't become part of them. And that's why he breaks the luchais, representing this idea that the luchais, that oneness that should be between us and the Torah, us and the mitzvahs, are broken because we're not one, we're like the Savior Torah, with the engraved parchment. So that's the ne- the spiritual meaning of the negative event of the breaking of the Luchais. And in every generation, in every 17th of Tammuz, we reflect on that and recognize the importance of not being broken luches, of not being just like a Torah scroll, but rather being like whole luches, where the Torah and the mitzvahs that we learn and perform are part and parcel of who we are. So that's the negative side of the story. But at the same time, we're told that everything negative is going to turn and be transformed to positive, and that this fast day is going to be a day of celebration. So what's the positive angle of breaking of the luches? And here we have a very beautiful concept. Moshe Rabbeinu breaks the Luchais. Why does he break them? So Rashi tells us that that was his way of actually protecting the Jewish people. Here the Jewish people sinned so terribly. And the Luchais was like a document of marriage from Hashem to the Jewish people um, that says we are his and he is ours. And therefore, when we sinned and we became idolatrous, that's like being unfaithful to one's spouse. When Moshe Rabbeinu broke the luchais, what he, what he was in essence saying was, Um, No, there's no no marriage document. They're not married. They're really not married to Hashem yet. So therefore, you can't truly punish them. And in fact, although Hashem initially said He's going to entirely destroy the Jewish people, because of that terrible sin, Moshe Rabbeinu begs and receives forgiveness for the Jewish people. So really the act of Moshe Rabbeinu breaking the Luchas was to save the Jewish people. And the message here is a very, very powerful one. We connect to Hashem through Torah. We connect to Hashem through mitzvahs. And therefore, when we go against the Torah or go against the mitzvahs, so we've broken that relationship. If we've broken that relationship, so seemingly our connection is gone. When Moshe Rabbeinu breaks the Luchas, what he's saying is that really there's something deeper that connects the Jew and Hashem even than Torah and mitzvahs. So although the Jew has sinned, and even though the Jew has sinned terribly, still, their connection to Hashem is still there and that's why they could do tshuva they could repent and they could reconnect so he breaks the luches symbolizing that the luches cannot be the thing that defines our connection to Hashem if the luchas would define that connection then if we went against the luchas there is no more connection so when Moshe Rabbeinu sees the Jewish people went against the luchas against the Torah and the Jewish people are in danger of being destroyed what he does is he breaks the luchas and he says to Hashem Even the luches cannot be in between, cannot be in the way of allowing the Kal Yisrael, the Jewish people, to reconnect to you and you to reconnect to them. So in essence what he's saying is that Hashem is engraved on our soul and we are engraved and one with Hashem even deeper than the level of the engravement of the Torah and Mitzvahs on us or the Torah mitzvahs on Hashem connecting us to Him. And that's the deeper idea of breaking of luchas. On the one hand, we have the negative side, that shows that we're not fully one with the and mitzvahs, and that's true. On the other hand, the breaking of the luchas showed that even if there's a lack in the connection of us to Hashem through Torah mitzvahs, there's an even deeper bond and an even deeper connection. And through that bond and connection, although we may have sinned even terribly, we're able to reconnect and that is really the story of this long golus, this long exile that we've been through. Um, so many difficulties and so many seeming reasons for that connection to be broken. And yet, we stay connected and we recognize that the connection is something that's unbreakable. And therefore, ultimately, every yid will come back to performing the mitzvahs and learning the Torah and connecting Tashem in all ways because the essential bond and connection that can never, ever be broken. Have a wonderful Shabbos.